All right, welcome guys into this morning's Devore Darkens Live. And this topic today is uh, kind of overdue because the number one question I always get, I always, this always ends up being a topic of discussion the money. The money. How am I, how am I going to earn more money? How am I going to get the money that I want? How, the money. So in today's live, we're going to be discussing exactly um, how to get your money mindset right. So if you just join us right now, I want you to like, follow, share this stream today. Uh, this is being recorded, so it will be uploaded to Spotify, Apple, and Google on your favorite streaming service. Uh, also, uh, we will be taking calls uh, in this live today. So if you want to come on and chat, there will be a Zoom link on the YouTube channel for you to access and you can hit us up there. So what are we talking about today? Again, the money, the money. Everybody wants to know how can they get their money right? But the problem with that is they don't have the right mindset to begin with. And that's exactly what we're going to address. Because if you think for a second that people who make a lot of money or people who are very good with their money, you think that's by accident. It isn't. People who are very good with their money, they have the right mindset. That's why they're good with their money. If money was a person they have a great relationship with money, not a bad relationship. The vast majority of people in the world, they have a bad uh, relationship with money. Now, understand this, and we're going to get into this. Uh, why Why is that, right? Um, it's not particularly anybody's fault. It's just what happens with our society. There are usually three things that, in my opinion, uh, is what we are ignorant of and it's because this is what we're not taught in school one our mindset we are not taught how to think for ourselves two we're not taught how uh, or financial literacy okay uh, three uh, our health we're not taught how to eat in a healthy way live in a healthy way these things are not taught in school so it would make sense uh, why so many people struggle when it comes to money because they have no financial literacy they don't they don't know what they don't know so this is what tonight or today's um, uh, live is all about. So no matter where you are, whether you're joining me on YouTube or Facebook, we're going to want you to make sure that you like the stream. Okay, share it. Okay, got to share this, got to get this out there. If you want to know how you can support what I'm doing every day, uh, then you have to be liking this and sharing this, okay? So how do you fix your money mindset? That's the main question today. How do you fix your money mindset? The great part about this is this isn't somebody who's just going to be giving you a uh, theory or an opinion. This is what I've experienced in my own life. So as I go through my story, uh, you guys are going to find how bad somebody's money mindset could be or is you might have some people that can relate to the story i'm going to tell 
you might be able to relate to this story. And some of you guys are going to be like, why would you tell a story like that? Well, because we're authentic over here. We're honest. Now, before we get to that, you know your boy has to have his morning coffee, right? Sometimes I don't have it before the stream, but I'm going to have it now. I like to do the pour over. This is what I love doing. I don't do the Keurig stuff. I mean, that's just me. I will if I have no choice, of course. Um, if I'm on the go or I'm too lazy, then, you know, Starbucks. Americano, all black, no sugar. <laughs> we try to keep a sugar to a minimum in this house. I don't think we really even consume any sugar unless we eat out or... Um, um, the I guess the meal really calls for the sugar but other than that we really don't consume a lot of sugar so I like my coffee all black no creamer no sugar and I like the Americana how many, how many coffee drinkers do I have or is it just me <laughs> is it just me <laughs> all right so how do you fix your money mindset that's what we're going to talk about today. You got to get these likes up. Come on, guys. Come on now. Now, listen. When I was young, my mom said the classic words that most people, parents will say or did say. Money don't grow on trees. I can't tell you how many times I heard that. I mean, I, I'd be a billionaire, you know, if, if I got a dollar for every time, I guess. I mean, it was relentless. Every day she made a comment about that. Money don't grow on trees. Stop that. You don't need that. You know, it, it was constantly lack when it came to the subject of money is my point. How many of you guys can relate to that? How many of you guys can relate to your parents or people around you telling you um, money don't grow on trees? It's crazy, right? It really is. So anyways, um, money don't grow on trees is what I always heard. And... She never really set me down and taught me how to manage a bank account, write a check, uh, never taught me about credit. So there was zero financial literacy, zero. I'm talking about my adopted mother, by the way. And so she gets breast cancer. Uh, this was my sixth grade year. And... She had to send me to Houston, Texas, because I'm from California. She had to send me to Houston, Texas to go live with my god sister. Um, and I lived with them for about, I think it was about two years. And uh, the same thing. They were saying the same, oh, money don't, you guys don't need all, the, they were so stingy. It was, it was really crazy. See, there's a difference between uh, budgeting your money 
and then being just like ultra stingy with everything, especially with your own family. There, there's a huge difference. And I remember looking back how stingy these people were. My mom was basically paying uh, my god sister, I believe it was like $700 a month or something like that. She was paying her $700 a month. Guess what? This lady never gave me any lunch money. Can you believe that? <laughs> Crazy. I'm not asking for you to buy me expensive clothing or anything, but the point is is that these people were really greedy with their money. And they never had anything positive to say either. Then, uh, out of my control, but then I had to go live with my sister. Now, this is my sister because I'm adopted, okay? So she's much older than I am. She has her own children who are older than me. And I went to go live with her. And here's where the real bad money mindset started to really uh, program me, I guess. How I got really programmed with bad money beliefs. Um, when I was living with them in Houston, the lights, half the time the lights were off, half the time it was on. We didn't always have food in the refrigerator. Her children, all they did all day was smoke weed and play video games. They didn't. They weren't doing anything with their life. And so she, my sister, was working at uh, down there in Houston. One of the big jobs to get is to work at the um, the oil plants. I think it might be called. But the bottom line is, is she was paying. She was getting paid decent money for that. But she had to work like you know sixty hours a week. A week, you know, so like overtime, just to be able to pay whatever she had going on. And that included the condo that I was staying in and her daughters were staying in together. Now, understand this. Um, I don't I never got an answer on why she could never keep the lights on or why we barely had any food or why there were some days they couldn't take me to school because her daughters were too high or they were just too lazy or whatever the case might have been. But that's what I was exposed to. I had no control over that. So I'm over here living a life where I see somebody struggling with their money, can't even pay the bills, and then I'm living with people who aren't doing anything about it. They're just getting high and doing nothing. So what happens? You become a product of your own environment. That's what happens. So anyways, well, I finally get the opportunity to come back to California uh, to live with my adopted mother. And um, again, she wasn't really doing well. You know, she she had breast cancer. You know, I don't think she was really doing well that year. So I joined the military. Then I went to boot camp. And then when I got back from boot camp, that's when she had passed away. Now, here's where the story really gets interesting. You're like, whoa, okay. Um, so after she passes away, that same sister comes to me and says, hey, um, we need some help with the funeral expenses. Can we use the money that you, uh, or can we borrow the money that you saved from the military, your boot camp? What am I going to say? No. So, of course, I say yes. 
Um, and then to top it off, we had to drive from California to Texas uh, to because that's where the primary funeral was going to be at because that's where she's from, Texas. Um, and during that drive, um, they had to use my credit card that I got from the military for gas. What are these people doing with their money? I have no idea. I have no idea. Trust me, if I, if, if I had that answer, I would tell you right now. <laughs> but the bottom line is this, is she never paid me back the money. So I couldn't pay my, my military credit card. So what happened? It was maxed out. Bad credit coming out of the gate. 18 years old, bad credit coming out of the gate. So we get back from Texas and another year goes by. This is my senior year. I'm depressed. Nothing's going well for me at that point in time. And um, I just remember that the house that I grew up in, everything was removed. Anything that had anything to do with my mother was taken by my sister and brought to uh, Texas. So. Why am I telling you this story? I'm telling you how our bad money beliefs can be formed from our environment. And sometimes we're not really taking into to consideration, like, what was the situations? What, what was I actually exposed to that created this bad mindset around money? You guys can all tell a story like this about yourself. So here's how, here's how the story ends. So after a year... After a year, um, I uh, I guess get a call, and this is kind of goes into my manifestation story, like my first, where I wrote out a check for ten thousand dollars. I got a picture of the car that I wanted. Uh, I wrote down the job that I wanted, and I ended up getting all of those things within nine months. But in the course of those nine months, I got a call from her, the sister, saying, "Hey." Mom left you some money. I'd like to help you get a car. And I was like, all right, well, how much is it? And she's like, oh, it's only 5000 Okay. So at that time, I didn't trust her because she already screwed me with the gas money and my credit card. So I was like, no, I'm not trusting you anymore. Like something came over me. My intuition was like, no. So I didn't talk to her after that. And... I'd say at least probably six, seven months later after that call, I get a call from Prime America, uh, and I'll never forget the conversation. Uh, his name is Larry, the, the guy who called me. He's like, hey, um, are you DeVore Darkens? And I was like, yes. And he's like, can you please verify your information? You know, um, what's your birthday and all this other stuff? Um and he's like, well, I'm calling you because your mom is deceased. Your name is on this account and we need to get her removed because a deceased person cannot be on any bank accounts. The name has to be removed this is my point. Anyways, so I say, OK, and, and he's like, yeah, so you have this money. Would you like to claim this money? And I was like, all right, well, how much is it? Ten thousand dollars. This is the same account that my sister told me. Oh, there's only five thousand dollars in it. So she was trying to she was trying to come up. She was trying to come up. That's what she was trying to do. 
anyways, um, I'd laugh when I heard that. I was like, wow, not only am I getting the $10,000 I asked for that I wrote out, but also I learned that this is the same money she tried to get me on. So anyways, I get the $10,000, right? I, I get the $10,000. Now my other sister, now this is, <laughs> yeah, I know guys. I know this is crazy. My other sister, okay? My other sister who is still living in California, who lives at the same house, she finds out I get the $10,000. And you know what she does? She says, hey, um, since you turned 18, I've been calculating all of the food, the light, the water, the gas bill, every expense for you living here. You owe me $2,500. And this lady had a notebook. She had a notebook and she had it all written out. She had it all written out. And again, naive and don't know any better. I gave her the $2,500. Now, I was, I think I was 19 and I didn't even live there the entire year. Like I didn't live there the entire year, but it doesn't matter. I gave her the money, and from that point on, I never spoke with I never spoke to them for a very long time after that. Why? Because I feel I was feeling very jaded, right? I had all these bad money experiences with my family. All these bad money experiences with my family. And I was I was holding on to that. I was holding on to that during my twenties. And so here's the result of when you hold on to negative experiences that you go through here is what happens so now that i go through all this i get the car that i wanted i get the place that i wanted i got the job that i wanted perfect but here's the problem i'm getting all this money but i have zero financial literacy and i have a bad relationship with money so what happens i get paid on the first i spend all the money i get paid on the 15th I spend all the money and so I have no money until the first comes around again. I get more money then I spend it all. This went on for years. This is what most people do. And some people be like, oh, I don't do that. Yeah, you do. Cause you can't tell me exactly what you're spending your money on. I couldn't tell you what I was spending my money on. I literally can't tell you. Now, was I paying my rent? You know, was I, you know, paying for the utilities? Yeah, of course. But I was just wasting my money on things that really don't matter. Then it got even worse. I started because, get this, I was just going over this with a client two days ago. Here's where you know you're really in trouble. So because of these bad experiences that I went through as, as a child, of you know, taking advantage of, sexually abused, they screwed me over on all this money out of guilt and feeling like I'm unworthy. I would pay for everything for everyone who would come into my life. So I was in a situation where I had roommates with me three and I was the guy paying the rent and all of the utilities. Why? Because I felt so guilty. I had a bad relationship with money. 
I felt like I had to overcompensate. Why? Because I didn't get that love that I was supposed to get. So what do you do? You do too much. You overextend yourself. You try to compensate. You try to overcompensate for something you, you never got because you don't know any better. So what I was doing was thinking I was filling this hole by just spending all the money, paying for everything. And I'm not talking about cheap stuff either, guys. I was living next to the Angel Stadium. If you guys live in America, we have a baseball team called the Anaheim Angels or the Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels. Call it whatever you want. The bottom line is we lived in the top condo facing the stadium. Like our condo was the exact prime real estate. Like we go out on our balcony and we're looking at the field. Like that's how it was. That condo was $2,700. This is back in like 2000. What would that would have been? That would have been in 2011, 12, 13, 14. That, that's crazy. That's crazy. But I was doing that. Why? Because I had, I had a bad money mindset. I was programmed. These traumatic events planted negative ideas in my subconscious mind. So without any conscious thought, I was acting out those ideas. That money is bad. It doesn't grow on trees. I don't feel worthy. I'm just going to give this money away. Who cares? I just plain up, just plain ignorance. That's really what it was. Listen, get these likes up, guys. This story. So many people can say the same thing about themselves. Everybody's gone through something. Sometimes you don't even have to go through a traumatic money situation. You just have to have been exposed to a traumatic event, which can change your habits around money. You wouldn't even know it. The point being here in this whole entire story, the reason people don't have a great money mindset or they have a bad money mindset is because they've been programmed to. They don't understand money, so they're ignorant about it. Two, their parents was in their ear all the time telling them that they're broke. We have no money. We don't need this. We don't need that. Rich people are bad. Money don't grow on trees. And three, because they're operating with that programming, they make bad money decisions in their 20s, maybe even in their 30s, and it just reinforces the belief that money is bad. That's exactly what's happening to people. You see, what you're going to see and what we're going to talk about is what nobody is telling you especially on social media when it comes to money. They're telling you you can get the money that you want in your life, which is absolutely true. You could earn more money. You could start a business and make a lot of money. You could definitely manifest money. But here's the problem. When that money comes in, what are you going to do with it? Most people have no idea. And so if you're operating what bad money beliefs and you have a bad relationship with money, what do you think is going to happen when you get all the money? You're going to blow it. 
you're going to spend it on things that you shouldn't spend it on. Like that's the way that that that's what ends up happening. That's exactly what ends up happening. Excuse me. This is why I'm telling you guys this story today because I had no control over any of that. Right out of the gate. Program. Bad money beliefs. Nothing I nothing I, I could do about it. Now, when I got older and I started to take responsibility for my life, that's when I could start doing something about it. You see, this is not about blaming or playing the victim. This is about waking up and realizing you have a right to be successful with your money. And you should not feel guilty about that. You should not feel guilty whatsoever. If you want to buy your something, if you want to buy yourself something nice, you should never feel guilty about that. You should never feel guilty about that. If you want to go out there and start a business and make a particular amount of money, you shouldn't feel guilty about that. But here's the problem. You have a subconscious mind. And if the guilt is inside your subconscious mind, you'll self you'll self sabotage yourself. You will. And that energy that you have about money blocks you from earning more money. Like this is the problem. This is exactly what the problem is. This is why people say, I just can't make the money. You know, I'm just. Uh... Especially when you feel like you're working hours on end and the money just isn't adding up. It just isn't adding up. So what should you be doing? If you want to get your money mindset right, what should you be doing? Well, let's discuss it. One, you got to understand that you're programmed. You got to understand what are my money beliefs? What are the limiting beliefs that I have around money? Why do you need to know that information? Because the process of getting rid of a limiting belief is by reevaluating it. Asking intelligent questions to get down to the root answer on why do you even have this limiting belief in the first place? Where did it come from? How is this really serving you right now? When you ask yourself questions like that, you'll find and in time, you'll stop justifying your bad behavior when it comes to money. People just haven't sat down and, and asked themselves those type of questions. So number one, you have to understand that you have limiting beliefs. You've been programmed. You need to get an understanding of what that is, why that is, and where it came from. Step two, step two, and this is, again, what I did is you got to live your life with gratitude. If you're not grateful for the home that you're living in, if you're not grateful for the money you do have, you're not going to earn any more money because you're not acting and feeling like a person 
who would get more money. See, a person who naturally earns a lot of money is very grateful for it. They are. If they were not grateful for the money, they wouldn't get it. It's all energy. Like if you're walking around talking down on money, I don't see how that really helps you make decisions that will earn you more money. It won't. And the thing about it is money doesn't discriminate. So whether you're a drug dealer or you're a preacher or you're a bum on the corner, it's always going to work the same way. So you got to live your life with gratitude. Number three, you got to understand the way that money is earned. Most people don't know this. The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. That's going to dictate how much money you earn. Number one is pretty simple. It's 2022. There are an abundance of problems in the world that people are paying money to be solved. So many problems. Too many problems to even list. So the need for what you do, the problem you're going to solve. Your ability to do it. How good are like okay, listen guys. I'm I'm getting a little triggered because this is where we get it wrong on social media. Everybody's looking for a shortcut. They don't want to put in the work to becoming great at what they do. They just want to get the money and go. The problem is you're not going to get the money when you think that way. The goal shouldn't even be to get the money. The goal should be to become the best at what you do because by default, if you become the best at what you do, you're going to earn the money. But people aren't thinking that way. They're not thinking about the people they want to help, the impact they want to make, how great they, they can become. They're not thinking about it from that point of view. They're thinking about it from the point of lack. I need, I need to get this money. That's why it doesn't work. So the need for what you do, the problem you're going to solve. Two, your ability to do it. How good are you at solving that problem? That's what I'm talking about. How good are you at solving that problem? And then three, the difficulty there is in replacing you. Meaning if you're the best at what you do, uh, it's going to be hard to find somebody to replace you. It doesn't matter who you are. What's easier to, or who is easier to replace, a janitor or a CEO of the same company? You can't just pluck a CEO off the corner. It just doesn't work that way. You guys want to know why athletes and celebrities drug dealers, influencers, musicians, doctors. Why do they make so much money? They're not smarter than you. They're making more money because the need for what they do and their ability to do it. A neurosurgeon makes almost 500K a year in California. 
that's that's four x versus a regular doctor, just like a regular family doctor. Why? The neurosurgeon is solving a much bigger problem and requires a higher level of skill. That's why they get paid more money. People are not looking at it from that point of view. So listen, you want to get your money mindset right? You first need to change your beliefs around money. That's the first thing you got to do. Which means you got to reevaluate what are your bad beliefs around money and then you need to get to work to replacing them. Two, you got to start living your life with gratitude. If you're sitting there complaining all day about your money, more money will be taken away from you. Because when you complain about your money, you're not acting like the person who would get more money. So you want to live your life with gratitude. And three, you have to understand the law of compensation. The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. That's what, that's what, that, that, that's it. I mean, that's the foundation, guys. Now, when you're doing all that and you understand all that, then you need to pick up a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad and start educating yourself. And really understanding the way money works. Most people think earning money is working a nine to five. That's trading time for money. You're not earning any money. You're trading your time for money. Number two, you can invest into stocks, of course, but you need money to do that. And the return on that is limited. We all know this. And number three, which would be the best, is multiple sources of income. This means you start a business or invest into a business. Or you invest into an asset that brings cash flow. But it sounds very simple, which it is. But it requires the same rules. You got to put in the work to, to make this happen. It may take some time, which is why your money beliefs need to be addressed because you're not going to stick through your plan for earning more money if you don't believe. These people that you see that have a lot of money, it didn't happen overnight. It took years. I was listening to uh, Rich Roll, who has his own podcast. I believe he was 50 and they were dead broke behind on their mortgage, was facing foreclosure. 10 years later, he has a multi-million dollar empire. It took him 10 years. Are you willing to wait 10 years to get your money to where you want it to be? Are you willing to wait 20 years, 30 years? Most people say, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll wait. But look at your actions. What do they say? They say you're impatient. They say you're desperate. They say you don't believe. That's why it doesn't happen. Why am I saying all this today? Why am I saying all this? Because people are not given the right information about money on social media. And I'm not a financial advisor, by the way. So this is not financial advice. This is the mindset piece to you getting your finances in order. 
Like if you don't believe, it won't happen. If you are complaining every single day about money, it ain't going to happen. And if you're not educating yourself on the way money works and how you can raise your income, you're not going to do it. You see, it's the lack of understanding that keeps you ignorant. Did you hear what I said? It's the lack of understanding that keeps a person ignorant. What is it that you don't understand about money? You might want to take some time out and commit to educating yourself. You'll be shocked at how many things you learn about managing money that you never knew. And you're going to be sitting there thinking, God, really? That's exact. I'm supposed to do things like that. I never knew. Yeah, because we're not taught this in school. We're not taught this in school. All right. I want to make the rest of the show about questions. What are your questions about getting your money mindset in order? What are your questions? Because the bottom line is this. I have clients right now. I have some new clients. And they all keep saying the same thing. When you try to do things on your own, you're operating in ignorance. You don't know. So you keep making mistakes. And you don't get the results you're looking for. But when you go to an expert and you get yourself a mentor, you get yourself a coach, you start realizing, I should have did this sooner. Because what comes with getting a coach or a mentor? Accountability. Consistency. Growth. So if you're that person right now and you feel like now is the time to make a change, I need to get my money mindset in order, I need to get this life of mine in order, then you definitely should be looking at the purpose blueprint so you can get clarity on what you want. Uh, You get that blueprint in my profile, by the way, Um, so you can get clear on what you want because if you're not clear on what you want, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? You see, all these stories I was sharing with you guys today, they happened for me. You know, it's a great thing because it taught me how to appreciate money. It taught me that I was ignorant with money. I didn't know any better. But it was only when I went to an expert, I got a mentor, that I started to change all this. So... Guys, the decision is always going to be yours on what are you going to do differently today? Are you going to keep doing the same thing with your money? Are you are you going to keep walking around with the same beliefs when it comes to money? And if you do, what do you think is going to happen? You think anything will actually change for the better? And by the way, how long have you been doing it your way? Has that really been working? Just be honest with yourself. I was honest with myself. My way wasn't working. I'm just telling you guys what you need to hear. We're not going to sugarcoat anything. 
Like if you want rapid results, if you want to make a change, you've got to work with the mentor. There's no question about it. You got to get the right information. So first step, get the purpose blueprint because that's the step-by-step process for you getting clear on exactly what you want to do with your money, what you want to do with your life. Helps you get clear on the person you need to become in order to manifest things like that and the actions that you should be taking. Very, very simple on purpose. It's exactly what I've been using. All right. Uh, questions. Let's see here. Let's get you shared on YouTube here. All right. What are you guys' questions? Comment them below. The topic of discussion. Bad money mindset. Bad money mindset. What do you do? What should you do about it? All right. All right, let's see. Let's 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 run through these. All right. Where do you work where do, where do you recommend one should start to learn about financial literacy? Yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad is a great book. Um I think that uh <clears throat> excuse me. Um I mean, I, I would tell you Dave Ramsey, but I think that uh, like 80% of the stuff that he says, I'm not in agreement with. Um, so I think it it absolutely depends on your situation. Like if you're a person who's really down and out on debt and you're on the verge of bankruptcy, you need to do exactly what Dave Ramsey says to do. But if that's not you, um, then Rich Dad Poor Dad is a great place to start. And I believe he has a second book, which I need to buy now that I'm saying it. So let's take a look here. Because there's actually two books. Oh, I guess technically he has 14 books just under this entire concept. But the one that you want to do or the one that you want to get... Um, Yeah, here we go. The Rich Dad's Cash Flow Quadrant Guide to Financial Freedom. That is just a powerful concept. A powerful concept. That book right there is something else. And I'll be honest, I have not read that book enough. Like I, I need to I need to really get into that. So that book is really good for people who are ready to move beyond job security and into the world of financial freedom. Anyhow, yeah, definitely start with that. Definitely start with that. You see, here's the thing. This is not, like the time right now is not to go invest 
into the stock market and to companies and all this other stuff if you haven't even invested into yourself. Do you guys understand that? This is what people are thinking. Yeah, I'm going to go start this company. I'm going to go invest over here. I'm going to go spend this money over here. Are you spending any money on your own personal development first? Because those things are not going to be successful if you are not successful. Again, that's a huge mistake that people make. Huge mistake. So you could sit there and say, you know what? I want to manifest all this money, but you have zero financial literacy. So as soon as it comes in, it's gone. If it even comes in. Doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, definitely get that book. All right. I would just get that book and I would eat it up. And I'm sure there's other books, but that's. I think when it comes to an individual getting their money right, that's like the think and grow rich for finances. That's that's what I would say. All right. Uh, let's address some questions here. What is an example of a poor money mindset? Look at the results. Are you living paycheck to paycheck? That's a poor money mindset. If you live in America and you're living paycheck to paycheck, you have a poor money mindset. There's no reason for that. And a lot of you guys, you might get triggered. That's probably a tough pill to swallow, but that's the truth. There's no reason to be living paycheck to paycheck. You just don't understand how to manage your money properly. If we really dug deep on it, we'd see you have some bad money beliefs. That's why that's happening. You have some blocks. You have some perception issues. So an example of poor money mindset is first look at the outcome. Look at the results. Paycheck to paycheck. Your income hasn't increased it's been the same for the last five years. You're never going on any vacations for yourself. You don't buy yourself anything nice because you feel guilty. That's a poor money mindset. You spend money on things you don't absolutely need. You spend money on things because you're guilty. You're too scared when it comes to making decisions with your money. You're constantly thinking you don't have money. And uh, that is all what a poor money mindset is all about, really. Great question. Uh, Let's see here. Yep, the lower enlisted, they do that all the time because they definitely lack financial literacy. But this continued up till I was an E7. So, I mean, it's just ridiculous, you know? Just plain ignorance. Just didn't know. Just did not know. And 
remember yesterday, if you guys are watching, I was talking about the different levels of people's understanding in life. So you got someone who is an unconscious incompetent. They don't know they're going in the opposite direction with their money. That was me early on. Then, I think when I was about probably 26, 27, I started to realize that I was consciously incompetent with my money. I became aware that I am going in the wrong direction when it comes to my money. Now, or it took me, you know, till I was 30 to wake up and I became consciously competent with my money. Meaning I had to become aware of how to make the right decisions when it came to my money and I started actually doing that. Point being is that uh, if you want to get your money mindset right, you, you, you got to do you got to do something differently than what you've been doing. You just have to. I don't think there's any other way. And get this. A lot of you guys already have children out there. I mean, what are you teaching your kids? What are you teaching your kids? You're repeating the same cycle. When you tell your kid, oh, we can't afford that. I know it's a tough pill to swallow. You got to change your language. Got to change your language. Instead of saying we can't afford that, you should probably say something like, you know what? What are you going to do to earn that? We got to change our thinking around money. There's always a way. I'm in a situation, my debt just over $100,000. Is that from student loans? Because that's another scam that happened. Because people are ignorant. We didn't know any better. I get money, I'll get more problems. Yep, that's another one. More money, more problems. How many times have you heard that? And you know what's funny? That's a belief. That isn't a fact. That's a belief. If you believe the more money you earn, you'll have more problems, then that's what will happen. When I look at my life, I don't look at... Uh, and describe things as problems. I describe things as opportunities, lessons, growth. You got to change your language. How do you overcome the fear of rejection when building a business? Why are you building the business? I was saying this yesterday. Is your desire to build that business stronger than other people's opinion of you? You should ask yourself that question. Do you value rejection more than building this business? Which is why I asked you, why are you building this business? Because if you don't have a strong emotional reason on why... You're already, you're already finished before you start. You got to have a strong desire. 
This is why Napoleon Hill says, the one thing you need in life is a purpose, the knowledge of what you want, and a burning desire to possess it. Why do you want to build a business? Why does it mean so much to you? Is there a strong purpose behind that business? And is that purpose stronger than the fear of rejection? You also must understand this. Rejection is normal. Rejection is normal. How many people came into this live stream and took off? They rejected what I was saying. Or maybe some people were too busy. Or maybe people don't want to sit here all during this time and listen. What does that got to do with me? Nothing. When somebody is rejecting you, that has everything to do with them. And sometimes we have this fear of rejection and um, again, it comes from an experience we had in the past where we got rejected and we took it really personal and now it, be it became a belief. So where is this fear of rejection coming from? You're absolutely welcome, Brandy. Exactly, from fear to abundance. That's why I say it. The money is already here. The money is already here. It comes through people, not from people. People don't go in their garage, uh, manufacture money, then give it to you. It comes through them. They get it from some place, and that place gets it from some place, and on and on and on. The money is constantly circling. You want more money to come into your life. You got to be that person that would have more money come into their life. You got to start living your life from a place of abundance. Abundance meaning there's plenty for everything that you want in this world. I work with so many business owners. I know the ones that operate in lack and scarcity because they're so caught up in competition. And the ones that are successful, they're thinking from a place of abundance. It's just a mindset. It really is. Yeah, you have to get started on making the necessary changes. You need to make a decision. Listen, if you want to get your money mindset right, you got to make a decision. You got to decide that you're going to change your belief system around money. Two, that you're going to start living your life with gratitude and be grateful for the money you do have. And then three, start understanding financial literacy. Start educating yourself so you can become a person who's in charge of their finances, who's a master of their money. You don't do these three things. How are you ever going to get your money mindset right? And if you don't get your money mindset right, how are you ever going to earn the money that you want in your life? It just doesn't add up. Let's see here. Uh, what books do you recommend? On the topic of money, definitely uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. See, don't do this, okay? This happens all the time. So I might as well just say it. 
you don't need to go buy a hundred books. Just buy one book and read it a thousand times and just master what the author is telling you to do. I would just focus on that one book. What do you recommend on budgeting? Well, you know what? My wife is an expert at budgeting, so <clears throat> you know, I don't really have to worry about that cuz she she's the expert in our relationship on that. So this brings me to two important points here. If you know that you haven't been the best at money in your past, you better make sure you're with somebody who is. And if you're not, then definitely got to change that mindset. Now, I've changed my mindset entirely around money, but, you know, she's an expert at budgeting. Um, so I recommend you ha you should have a budget. You should know what you're doing with your money. I mean, that's as simple as it gets. Just write it down. How much money you got coming in and where is it going? And here's the other thing, guys. Before we even get into a budget, don't make this mistake, okay? Don't lower your lifestyle because of the money that you make. You need to raise the money that you make to live the lifestyle that you want. That's where your focus should be. Your focus should be on growth and expansion, not on contraction. So that's what that's a huge error that everybody makes. Well, I only make this a certain amount of money, so I'm only going to live this way. No. What you need to do is start thinking, I want to live this way, so how much money do I need to earn? And what can I start doing to get up to that number? That way you can start living that lifestyle. Guys, in case you didn't know, when you're financially independent or financial freedom, it really is not a dollar amount. What it really means is that the lifestyle you want to live, you already have the money to pay for that and some. That's what it's based on. So for some people... They don't want to be a multimillionaire in their life. Like, for example, somebody could be earning $70,000 a year, still have money left over to go on vacation and trips and do things that they want because they know how to budget and manage their money. They've, they have brought their money up to the lifestyle that they want to live. Now, if the lifestyle you want to live is way past $70,000 a year, then that's fine. You just need to start thinking about what are all the ways that I can earn money to get myself up to that number. And if you start thinking that way, you will get the ideas. And this is where I said your money beliefs are so important because when you get an idea that could help you increase your money, you will not execute because you're not programmed to. Your programming, your limiting beliefs will kick up and tell you, oh, that's a scam. That doesn't make any sense. I can't do that. It's going to take forever. So what happens? You still end up making the same amount of money. So if you're that person right now where you have an idea already or you start to think about all the ways that you can earn the money so you can live a particular lifestyle, execute the ideas that come your way. This is why the power making decision is so important. Do you think vision boards are helpful to create mindset shifts? I think vision boards are a great tool. It's not the end all be all. Meaning the vision boards are only as good as your belief in them. And 
your clarity about what you want. So I would definitely um, say that if you're going to make a vision board, just make sure it's clear on what you want. I think it, I think they're great. I just think there's there's more to it than just that. How do I overcome the fear of rejection? It's getting in the way of getting clients for my business. I think I just answered that question, didn't I? Didn't I just answer that question? Let's go back here. Yeah, I just I just answered that question. Like again, the fear of rejection. The fear of rejection. Let's read this. Because maybe somebody else out there has the fear of rejection. Or you have some fear. So, in the last chapter of Thinking or Rich, it's called How to Outwit the Six Ghosts of Fear. And he describes the six different fears that people go through. Um, and if I was to just kind of give you guys the bottom line on it, let me go back to the list here. Thank you for your patience. Here we go. The fear of poverty, the fear of criticism, the fear of ill health, the fear of loss of a loved one. The fear of old age and the fear of death. Now, there's another book called Outwitting the Devil, which even speaks on uh, more fears. Um, Now, he says in this book, before you can actually get what you want in life, I'm paraphrasing, you must begin to study and understand the three enemies which you shall have to conquer these are indecision doubt and fear now indecision doubt and fear will always be taken care of if you have understanding it's the understanding that allows us to overcome any fear that we have it's understanding that allows us to overcome any doubts it's understanding that allows us to make decisions when we understand that to make smart decisions All we need to be asking ourselves is, what do I really want? And then make a decision. Just act on that. If that's what you want, do it. Most people don't understand that. You know what they're doing? Should I do this? They go to their friends. What do you think I should do? They go to their parents. What do you think I should do? They don't don't understand how to make a decision. So they have a lot of indecision. They have a lot of procrastination because they don't, they have, they lack understanding on how to make decisions. Why do you have doubts, worries, and fears? You lack understanding. That's why. That's why that's happening. Let's hold on here. Let's do this really quick. We're going to need to go full screen. So I'm going to get rid of you TikTok here. All right. Hold on.
All right, check this out. This image represents your mind, okay? This big circle is your mind. The first part of your mind is your conscious mind. This is where you think. The second part is your subconscious mind. This is where your beliefs, your self-image, your habits, and your emotions are located. Then from the subconscious mind, it expresses the ideas throughout your body, and that's why you behave the way that you do. And that's why you get the results, the outcomes, the circumstances that you're getting because it's based on your actions. So when we're talking about money, the problem is people already have negative emotions about money. So what happens? They take negative actions because they feel negative about money and that leads to a negative result. So how do you change that? Well, you need the right information. You need the right information. Sorry guys, hold on. Sorry about that. Conscious mind, subconscious mind, body, results. Why are people getting negative results with their money? It's happening because they have a negative emotion in their subconscious mind about money. It controls the actions they take. It's a never-ending cycle. So what do you do? Okay, what do you do? You've got to go up here and get the right information. This is why I said you got to read Rich Dad Poor Dad. You got to educate yourself. By educating yourself, meaning you're going to start studying so you can understand what the author is telling you. This is where everybody goes wrong. They only read the book once. You don't understand the book just reading it one time. That ain't going to cut it. You got to keep reading that book until you start to see your, your behavior change. Understanding. You need understanding about the knowledge that you're getting. The only way you're going to understand the knowledge that you're getting is through study. The repetition of studying. That's the only way to do it. Again, this is the big mistake. That's why most people don't get what they want. They are not studying constantly. Okay? That understanding is what leads to faith. The emotion of faith inside your subconscious mind. Faith. Because consciously, you're operating with understanding. The reason why you have a fear of rejection, which is over here, is because you're operating in ignorance. You don't understand. It's ignorance that causes the doubt and worry in your conscious mind. The doubt and worry in your conscious mind, through the repetition, sets up the, fear, uh, the emotion in your subconscious mind known as fear. 
then that leads to anxiety, depression, disease, disintegration. So if you're dealing with fear, it's because you don't understand. You need to get the right information and you need to start studying this information so you can understand it. Does that make sense? So what do you do? I've just given you the right information, but you probably still don't understand how to apply it. This is why you need a mentor. This is why you need a coach because they are the ones that are going to get you to take action and start implementing this into your life on a consistent basis. This is not a DIY job. When it comes to making changes in your subconscious mind, if you want to make those changes fast, you need to be working with somebody. That's just what it is. That is a stick person concept. Learn that from Bob Proctor. So let's get back to what Napoleon Hill is saying in Think and Grow Rich. So he talks, if we just go to criticism, that fear is where I really want to bring our attention to here. There it is. All right. Check this out. Why do so many people have a fear of rejection, fear of criticism? Well, they have an inferiority complex. They have the habit of expressing self-approval by word of mouth and by action as a means of covering up a feeling of inferiority. They try to impress other people. They imitate what others are doing. A lack of ambition, mental and physical laziness, lack of self-assertion, slowness in reaching decisions, easily influenced by others. He's just given us the symptoms. And my point here is If you have a fear of rejection, what are you doing about it? You got to you got to start doing something differently. You don't have to. I mean, the choice is yours, of course. But you you got to get the right information. You got to start studying this information and then you got to start taking the right actions. And listen, how do I overcome the fear of rejection? It's getting in the way of getting clients, getting clients. You're focused on getting clients instead of serving clients. But we change your language on that too. Yeah, so Patrice Five, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, so this is not a financial literacy training, but I will say this. A liability is where you're wasting money, right? It's costing you money. An asset is what brings you money. 
You know what the most valuable asset in the world is? Does anybody know? What is the most valuable asset in the world? You are. The more you invest in yourself, the bigger the return is going to be. There is no limit on your return. Why? Because you have infinite potential. Your potential cannot be measured. You are the most valuable asset in the world. It's people who make the companies. No people, no company. It's people who make the products. No people, no products. People are the most valuable asset. You are the most valuable asset. When you start looking at yourself like a business and you start investing in assets into you, which is what? Your mindset is an asset. Your environment is an asset. The people you hang around, asset. The way you live your life is an asset. That's all going to bring you a return. I mean, that, that's, a, that's another training. I might have to do that one day. Really break that down. Because, see, when you're not investing into yourself, when you're not doing personal development, you know what you're doing? You're investing zero dollars into you. So there will be no return. But when you start picking up the book, when you start getting a coach or a mentor, when you start truly making changes, you're investing into yourself. This is what most people don't do. They will invest in everything. They'll go out and get student loans, $100,000, $200,000, but never actually invest into their mindset. That's why they struggle. Because they're working so hard on everything but themselves. The root cause to what you're going to get in your life, especially when it comes to money, is what's happening inside of you. If you were to sit down and really do the numbers, for the last 10 years, how much money have I spent on entertainment, on schooling, on, on work? on my clothes versus how much money have I spent on myself? I'm not telling you anything I haven't done myself. I paid $30,000 to become a consultant for Bob Proctor. 30,000. That's a car, people. That's like the value of a car these days. And if I was to add up everything I've ever spent on myself, it's got to be almost 100000 up to this point, like if I really think about my entire life. And you know what? For you guys out there, you're going to get some stuff. You're going to read a book. You're going to get some coaching. You'll buy a course. And maybe it doesn't work. Who gives a shit? You got to keep investing into yourself regardless Just because it didn't work the first time doesn't mean it won't work the next time. When something doesn't work, it's got everything to do with us, not that other thing. That's where responsibility is very important. All right, let's see here. Can you tell me the name of the book again? Think and Grow Rich. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Right. So here we go. 
we have a person here live right now that just confirmed what I just said. People will have student loans that are $100,000, $200,000, but they haven't even invested $100,000 into their own personal development. It's what's happening in your inner world that will impact what happens in your outer world. Obviously, we're not told this information, but now that you know, what are you going to do about it? Can you repeat what you said about how you choose to see problems? I don't see problems. I see opportunities, lessons, feedback. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll, I'll get a video to together. Yeah, you guys stop. Yeah, so your parents, you need to forgive your parents and move on. The rejection, you obviously know it doesn't serve you. It doesn't make any sense. Just move on. Who cares what they think? Like honestly, guys, I and and I'm 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 blessed. Okay, I'm blessed because I wasn't raised by my biological parents. They were drug addicts. My adopted mother, she passed away in high school. My godmother passed away when I was 21. Um, so I've had a lot of people in my life who passed away. And so I'm, I have more tolerance to, to, to say things like, hey, uh, who gives a shit about what other people think? Cut them off if you have to. Like, I, I don't, I don't care about that like I don't have any guilt around that like if somebody isn't serving me I'm out so my point here is that if your parents are going to reject what you're doing allow them to do that they're ignorant let them be ignorant on their own that has nothing to do with you you should not allow another person's ignorance to run your life Again, that change is going to have to happen in your subconscious mind. You, you need to, yeah, you need to get a, a, a coach or something. Or you need to get on a call. Uh, how much is your coaching? Well, it depends on who I'm talking to. It depends on the problem that they're having, what they need. And are they even ready for coaching? Are they looking for that? Do they really want to do it right now? So if you really want to know, uh, you should definitely book a call. Libra. Troy Chadwick. Yes, I do. An amazing person. Very gifted in videography as well, by the way. Just one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. I know his sister as well. Or I met her a couple times. Not in person, but we talked on social media a few times. She's nice as well. Um, so I would imagine great family. Uh, personal development is key. My life has changed tremendously focusing on me. Yep. Yeah, go do it. Go do it. If that's what you want to do, do it. It's up to you. I mean, if I was going to go back, I would probably... Uh, do a couple of things differently, but you know what? Everything happens for a reason. I love it. 
All right, guys. So if you want to join me live, you could do this on YouTube. Hit the link on the YouTube channel to join me live on Zoom. Or you could join me live on TikTok. Just hit go live with me and uh, I'll answer your questions. So if you got some questions you want to ask me directly for your own particular situation, uh, join me live here on TikTok or you can join me on Zoom. All right, let's see here. Let's see here. Um, I don't know what tomorrow's topic will be. I don't decide today or right now. I'm right now. I'm in. I'm here on this live stream right now with you guys, serving you. I'm not thinking about tomorrow. I'll 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 get that la- that answer later on tonight. You see, every one of you guys have an intuition. You'll always get the answer you're looking for. So I'll get the answer on what the topic should be tomorrow. It'll come to me. And it'll be the topic that everybody needs to hear. That's the way it works. And when you start living your life that way, there's nothing to worry or stress out about. Because you're operating from the belief that everything's going to work itself out regardless. That's what's happening. All right. Okay, guys. How do you create a sounding emotional drive to keep showing up as you build your business. Um, I think what you're saying, how do you keep showing up for your business to keep it simple? Well, you, you got to have a purpose. Do you have a purpose in your life? Do you know what your life purpose is? Do you have something that is emotionally driving you? Do you, do you know that information? Do you know exactly what type of business you want? What does that actually look like? Have you taken the time to sit down and get clear on what am I really asking for here? What does it really look like? What are the details? Secondly, do you have the right mindset? What are you doing about that? Are you thinking, acting, and operating like the person who would have a successful business? And then are you taking the right actions? You, If your answer is no to that, this is why I'm telling you the Purpose Blueprint ebook is probably what you got to do first. You need to get clear on exactly where you're going. You need to understand the mindset you need to have moving forward. And then you need to plan out your actions properly. That's exactly what the Blueprint will help you do. How can I do 
how can I stop procrastinating and sabotaging my work? I pass many hours on things who don't. I, I don't understand that statement. So could you reword that, please? But as far as the first part, how can I stop procrastinating and self-sabotage my work is what I'm just saying. I mean, are you really clear on the life you want to live? Are you ask, Do you have clarity? Are you 100% clear on the person you want to become, what you want to be doing, and what are the things you want to achieve in your life? This is the root cause of the procrastination and self-sabotage. You're not clear. Because once you are clear, then that answers the question on what changes do you need to make in your subconscious mind to realize what you want, to get what you want. Your vision is clear, but you're not motivated to show up daily, then obviously you're not clear. <laughs> you're not clear on what you really want. If you have a motivational problem, if you're not motivated to show up daily, you're not clear on what you want. You think you want what you've gotten down. You think you want that. That's not what you want. That That's not what you want. You think that's what you want. Logically, analytically, you think that's what you want. Emotionally, that's not what you want. That's why you're not taking action. I know. It's a different way of thinking. See, we're taught to think things from a logical point of view. Logic is not what got us here. Illogical thinking and actions is what got us here. So you say that you're clear, but the results say otherwise. You probably are not clear on what you actually want, what you emotionally want, what you truly want. Uh, let's see here. What if fear blocks motivation? Fear does not block motivation, people. Okay, listen. Here's what everybody needs to understand about motivation. Okay? If you want to master motivation in your life, you need to pay attention to what I'm about to tell you. When you are living your purpose in life, you will not have a motivational problem. When you're living your purpose in life, you will not have a discipline problem. <clears throat> Why is that? Because your purpose in life is based on what you love to do. The emotion of love is the most powerful emotion there is. Your emotions are located in your subconscious mind. It's your subconscious mind that controls what you're doing. So if you fell in love with whatever it is, your actions are going to change. So if you don't have motivation, if you don't have discipline, that means you're not emotionally involved. Watching the YouTube videos, that ain't going to do it. You got to get clear on exactly what is emotionally 
going to push you and drive you. That's why I tell the story yesterday. The gentleman I spoke with, his father got sick. Nobody could take care of him except the son. So what does the son do? He goes and he starts an Amazon business. He grows the Amazon business to seven figures. Why? Because he needed to pay for his father's care, the insurance, the, the, the medical stuff, and to live. So he was so emotionally driven to make that business successful because of his father. Well, two years later, his father passed away. And what happened to the business? It went from being seven figures all the way back down to a low six figures. Why? Because he doesn't have an emotional reason. He doesn't have a purpose anymore. You, I'm telling you guys. It's this whole motivation stuff. It's not what you've been been told. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not what you've been told. You got to be motivated. You got to no. You got to fall in love with what you want. That's what you got to do. When you fall in love with someone, what happens to your behavior? It changes. Well, how do I change what I want since what I want is to sit around and play video games? Well, listen, um, I don't think that's really what you want. I think you're just going through the motions. You're playing games with yourself. Like you're just in a severe state of procrastination. So you're just playing video games to pass the time by. Unless, unless you're playing video games and you're streaming this on Twitch and YouTube and you're live and you're getting paid, that's a different conversation. But if you're not doing any of that and you're just playing video games and passing time, that's not really what you want. You don't know what you want. That's probably why you're procrastinating. So... Maybe book a call, life audit call, if you really want my help. Self-discipline is a problem for many. Motivation is fleeting. Yeah, listen, I served 13 years in the military. I know a thing or two about discipline, okay? You're not going to have discipline for things that you hate. You just won't do it. When you fall in love with something that you truly want, you will have discipline then. You will do whatever is required. When you are obsessed and absolutely committed to an idea, you will become disciplined. But you're not just going to wake up in the morning and just, I'm disciplined now. No, it doesn't work that way. It's the cold, hard truth. Yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure about the Canadian version. I'm sure there is. I mean, I guess what's the difference between that and the American version? I would imagine they're they're the same. Yep, motivation comes from your purpose. Absolutely. There's a purpose for everything that we're doing. 
why do you feel so motivated to go to work at times? Because the purpose is to get the money to pay your bills. Why, why do you follow through on the things you're supposed to be doing at work, which is discipline? Because you have a strong purpose. You got, you got to put food on the table. That's why. All right. We're going to wrap up here. Let's see here. Stop that. And let that go away. So, guys. Why do I do this uh, in the morning here? Why do, Why am I here? Why, why do I show up like this? I show up like this every day because most people don't have the right information. They don't know what they don't know. They're struggling with their money because they lack understanding. I made a decision long time ago that I was going to live my purpose. I'm going to serve people at the highest level. I'm going to max out my potential. So I show up here every day and that's exactly what I'm doing. But see, this isn't about me. This is about you. Are you doing the same thing? What are you doing today? What are you going to do differently moving forward? You can make all the excuses you want, but that's not going to get you what you want. You got to make a decision. You got to take action on what you want. The things we talked about in today's live, you're not going to hear this very often. You're just not. This is not what people are being told, but it's exactly what they need to know. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You keep doing the same thing you've been doing, but just ask yourself, what is that going to get you? What is that going to get you? And you don't know how long you're going to be living. You don't know when your last day will be here. Or you could make a decision today and start doing something about all this. And that's why I'm here. This is why I have the purpose blueprint. This is why I do what I do. If you need that help, if you want to know what the next steps you should be taking, you got to get the blueprint. Because if you lack clarity, meaning you're not clear on where you're going, you're not clear on your purpose in life, you don't have a plan that you're going to follow, you're finished before you even start. Now, if you don't want that to happen, then just get the ebook. It's in my profile. You can get it. It's what I'm using, it's what my clients are using, it's exactly what I've been using. That changed my life. That's why it's called the blueprint.
It's a blueprint for literally getting what you want in your life. I'm not here promising you you're going to get everything you want tomorrow. You won't. But I can promise you if you sit down and you get this blueprint and you get clear exactly what you want and you make a plan and you get accountability, you will get what you want. It will happen. Because you took actions like the person who would get what you want. That's exactly what they would do. The person you want to become, the person who's living the life that you want to live, they would make quick decisions. They would invest in themselves. They would get clear. They would come up with a plan. They would work with a mentor or or a coach. That's what they would be doing. That's why it's all based on a decision. Are you going to decide to do something differently? And by the way, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't need to. It should be something that you want to do is my point. So guys, the whole bad money beliefs, the poor money mindset, you've been given the information today. If you continue to have that, the only person you can blame is yourself. But you don't have to. It is your birthright to be rich in all aspects of your life. You deserve that. That's exactly what's supposed to happen. But what's standing in your way of you achieving that financial freedom, that mastery of your finances, a healthy relationship with your money is your subconscious mind. It's what's happening in your subconscious mind that is standing in your way. So you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision that you are going to change this. Come hell or high water, nothing is going to stop you. That's just the way it has to be. That's what it's got to be. And you can DIY it, meaning you could do it yourself. Or you can work with somebody that's going to show you the exact steps you should be taking. But the choice, you got to do something. You can't just watch this live stream today and do nothing. I'm calling you out. If you're just going to show up here every morning and never take action, why are you watching? Don't waste your time. You'll get more out of what I've been saying today if you act. That's why I tell people, don't focus on buying a thousand books and reading them. Just focus on getting one and read it a thousand times. Take action. Execute. Apply what we're saying in today's life. There's more than enough information out there. There's an abundance of information out there. But you know where there is a lack? There's a lack of people doing. People are not studying the information. They don't understand the information. They're not applying the information. I'm giving you guys the major key. This is the cheat code. This is the unlock. Like you got to you you got to make a decision. You got to do something differently. You got to start acting like the person who would get what you want. What would that person do after hearing what you heard today? What would that person do? I'm going to leave you guys off with that thought. I'm going to leave I'm going to leave you guys off with that that thought.
What would the future person of you do today based on what you heard? All right, guys, that wraps up today's live. Thank you so much. Very grateful for your time, obviously. Um, again, you guys will be able to watch this recording or listen to it on Spotify, Apple, and Google. And the video version is on YouTube. All right, guys, take care. And uh, maybe I'll see you guys tomorrow.